Welcome to episode 105 of The Shore Report. I'm Heather Hyde. I'm Jay Posner. And today we have joining us Vice Deputy Mayor Mike Maya. Welcome, Vice Deputy Mayor. Well, well, thank you. It's nice to be here. So today's topic is attainable housing, a hot topic these days across the country and one that you've been very passionate about locally in Saugeen Shores. Could you first tell us a little bit about what defines attainable housing? Well, attainable housing, uh, you know, I, we, we, saw, we had a report recently come to council from our CAO and she defined it as below market housing pricing. Um, you know, that, that kind of makes sense because you, you take a look at what's going on in Saugeen Shores right now and average household prices, you know, $605,000 uh, to the real estate board have announced that, you know, to build a new home today, that's the average household price to build a, construct a new home. 605000 is hardly affordable is hardly attainable. And uh, so as one of the definitions is, you know, is defined as below market housing pricing. It needs to be a whole lot lower than 605,000 in my view to be attainable. Absolutely. And how did you become involved in the cause to bring more attainable housing to Saugeen Shores? We know that you've been very active and, and leading the attainable housing committee and the report that was recently released. Can you tell us a bit yeah, more well, about that? Oh yeah, absolutely, and it's 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 a good feel one for me because uh, three years ago when I campaigned for you know the position of vice deputy mayor, I was going door to door, and and one of the things I did campaign on was you know adding more affordable, attainable housing for members of our community because uh, I was hearing from a lot of people. I, I think having worked in government for 35, 36 years, and now council in my sixth, seventh year, you know, I heard from a, a lot from members of the public saying, Mike, we you know we can't. It's really difficult to, to afford to live here in Saugeen Shores. Uh, you know, I, I my 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 household income is, you know, combined with my spouse is forty thousand dollars a year, and uh, or or a single person making thirty thousand dollars a year. And you know, how how can I how can I possibly afford two thousand dollars for a, a one or two bedroom apartment? And um, so I, I heard a lot about that in the last four or five years. And so I went to council with the terms of reference and to uh, you know ask mayor, mayor and council to support my cause in terms of you know presenting in terms of reference for what an attainable housing task force could look like so we formed that about a year ago uh, Jay's Jay's been Jay was Jay was an incredible help uh, with uh, with our attainable housing task force we put a put a group of people together and uh, met for six nine months and uh, came up with about 45 recommendations so yeah it's near and dear to my heart I I have a soft spot you know for for people who are looking for affordable, attainable housing. I myself came from a family of seven. I, my parents were blue collar workers. I know what it's like, I've been there. And it, it's not easy for a lot of people. It, it's just, it's really difficult. You know, not everybody works at Bruce Power. Not everybody has a $100,000 income. Some families, $30,000, $40,000 a year. I have a real soft spot for that. And, and it hurts. It, it, here's some of the stories out there, you know, for people looking for affordable, attainable housing. And it's, it's pretty powerful. And, I, and so, all I, I just want to help. I want to help people. I want to help, you know, provide housing for everyone. So, yeah, let's get into that task force a bit more. I mean, they, they had a lot of recommendations. They had to whittle them down because we wanted to be able to, uh, you know, feel not feel too overwhelmed. I mean, and frankly, it is kind of overwhelming. We need we need lots of help. We need to work together. And so, you know, what are some sort of high level st things that came out of the, uh, I mean, because as a participant in the task force, uh, it was interesting to see how it evolved from a very, quite a bit of emphasis on, 
you know, just trying to understand community needs and then trying to come from that to, okay, what are the specific actions? And so that, that was sort of, you know, just high level stuff. Well, yeah, no, that's fine. And then Bruce County uh, housing, for example, is 300 uh, uh, registrants on their housing wait list from Salgan Shores, total of 600 in, in all of Bruce County, 300 of the 600 or eight from here in Salgan Shores are looking for, for, for affordable housing. Now affordable housing and attainable housing a little bit different. You know, affordable housing, you know, you get the rent geared income housing, um, you know, where uh, it's, it's really based on your, your annual income. Your, if your annual income is, you know, twelve or $14,000 a year, you might only be paying $125 in, in, in affordable housing. It's called rent geared, rent geared income housing. So we address that. We're, we're talking to the county right now about having the next development here in town to help people, you know, with the, with the lower income brackets. So that was a that was a main one of the main priorities. Um, another main priority was, you know, we talked a lot about tiny homes, that 300, the 500 square foot home. Um, you know, what can what can we do to change the official plan and zoning bylaw, for example, to allow for tiny homes in Saugeen Shores? Um, you know, merge one residential one and two zones into the by, zoning bylaw, those kinds of things. What what about secondary dwelling suites was important? Um, you know, allow people to build a secondary dwelling suite. Uh, rent it out, and wouldn't it be nice if they could, you know, help pay their mortgage with the secondary dwelling suite? So I, it'd be nice to see more of those. And our and our committee talked about that. We talked about a municipal surplus report, surplus land report. We we Saugeen Shores does own a fair amount of property um, throughout the municipality, and you know, it, it's one of the questions our committee had with the housing task force is, where are those pieces of property? And what are the types of uses those properties could have? Um, you know, what about what about duplexes? What about what about Habitat for Humanity, high density development? What about tiny homes? So, so where what what kind of lands do we have available that we could partner with, you know, with local contractors to get some of this housing built for those in the in the low to moderate income? So those are four or five, but there's a lot more. There's 45 recommendations. We can't cover them all today, but. There's, uh, there's, there's, there's a few higher priorities that we recently just discussed at council that perhaps we can get into. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a planner by, by training and it sort of has been the bulk of my work for my career. And some of the, some of the things that it took, really took the task force to highlight uh, that the zoning bylaw still has, like there are some hurdles to building more housing and more attainable housing. And I feel, uh, you know, slightly complicit in the past. Like we've made decisions, we've had a lot of development, we've enjoyed the success of the development, but we were also not paying as much attention as we should to making sure the hurdles for the, for you know, housing that would support all types of uh, all ages, all income. One of our members loves to repeat that. It's a good mantra to have. But accessible housing, for example, and we're going to talk about that in the future episode. But the zoning bylaw still has some hurdles just to be able to put a ramp or a hand railing for buildings, uh, either it could be commercial, but on houses, you can't build them without having to amend the bylaw. It's kind of a crazy idea that that would be still an obstacle. And so we're going through those kind of uh, uh, changes now just to remove the hurdles. We're not building it, but we're removing it and making it easier for people. And so uh, thanks to the task force and Mike, your work uh, leading at sort of one of the you know, significant outcomes is to highlight the things that we need to focus on. Well, exactly, Jay. And I think, you know, anything we can do as a mayor, member in council um, and staff to um, sweeten, the, sweeten the pot in terms of 
adding things to the uh, the toolkit, so to speak, for for developers to help help incentivize uh, developers to to have them invest in in affordable table housing, then the better off we'll be. And you know things like you know you know phasing in 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 taxation, uh, waiving development charges. Um, you know, is there is there other lands and sogging shores of the Mispelions that we can partner with local contractors to to look at placing housing on on some lands? Um, you know, so what what you know what are the kinds of things the the things like height restrictions? Um, you know, we we've heard from developers in the past saying, look, we we could perhaps do some some affordable attainable housing with apartments, uh, but but to get into the eight hundred dollars a month for one bedroom and a thousand for a two bedroom and three you know twelve thirteen fourteen hundred for a three bedroom, we we need to go higher and uh, you know, with height height and so this council said yes let's 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 slack on the rules there a little bit for height restrictions and. Instead of a contractor looking at two or three story apartment building, why can't we go four or five, six stories? That's not going to be popular with some people because people know maybe height is, is, is an issue with some. And, and, but, but if we put these, if we strategically <clears throat> place these, these buildings where they're allowed for with height restrictions in certain locations in town, like we have on, 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 on Godfrey Street and uh, Highway 21, and you know, we, it, it's achievable. So. You're right, Jay. Like the, the, the zoning bylaw, the town's official plan. You know, we've we've made some changes uh, already, and we we have to continue to to strengthen our official plan zoning bylaw, then make it easier for for developers to develop, and let's try and drive down the drive drive down those prices because, you know, rent rent in Saugeen Shores, you know, as I say, for three bedrooms, some places two thousand twenty five hundred dollars. People just can't afford that. And we need to fix it, and we will. We're going. We're going to. We're going to work really hard to fix it. That's great. So, as you mentioned, there, you know, people have different opinions about attainable housing, and and seeing these developments going might not be popular for every to everyone. What would? What's your message on that? What would you say to the community who might be a little bit skeptical about about these kinds of developments? I guess my point is where this is a community of one, you know, we, we need to work together as one and, and, you know, the families that are, that are well off the higher income families, um, good for them. They've worked hard. They've earned it. They've, they've made it. They've, they, you know, Bruce Power is a wonderful employer here and provides some, you know, substantial incomes for families, but, but that's 40% of our population. You know, there, there's the other 60% you know, 60%, I should say 40% of the workforce, sorry, 40% of the workforce from Bruce Power work, work um, and live in Saugeen Shores, uh, live in Saugeen Shores, I should say. Um, but, but what about the other 60% of the people, you know, in our community or 70% of the people in the community don't have those, those higher incomes? Um, my message to the public is we need to work together on this. And, you know, we, we may, you know, a neighborhood, may hear of a housing development coming close to their neighborhood, maybe in their backyard. And it could be, for example, Habitat for Humanity. And we've had some discussions with Habitat for Humanity about a higher density, you know, housing development, it's no secret. Uh, we'd love to see something like that. Wouldn't it be great, Heather and Jay, wouldn't it be great to see Habitat for Humanity come into our community and build 24 or 36 uh, homes where, where, where first time home buyers could get invested for say 300,000. The number used to be around 250, I think, but 275, 300,000. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we could help 
20, 30, 40 families to build their first ever home, Habitat for Humanity right here in our community. But it's got to be built somewhere. It has to go somewhere in town. And Habitat for Humanity homes, for example, are very nice looking homes. They do a good job. So my message to the community, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit of an education process here in that we, we really do need cooperation. We need buy-in. We need people to open up their arms and say, and welcoming and say, you know, you're, you're all welcome in our community. We, we have people from all denominations, uh, all, all colors. Uh, we, you know, we, we just, you know, we just need people to, to um, open up their arms and say, you're part of this community, you're an important part of this community. We need you in our community. And so I guess that's my message is let's work together on this and, and uh, open up your hearts and your minds. And, and if it's a development that we're looking at close to your neighborhood, um, you know, just have an open mind. <laughs> I absolutely agree with you. I think that's a great message. And, and if I could put on my economic development hat for a minute as well here, we have an amazing small business community and, and they need employees. And, and these are the types of housing developments that are required for these kinds of employees. So as we're rapidly growing and we enjoy all of the amenities that we have, the restaurants, the retail shops, the tourism businesses, all these kinds of things that we get to enjoy here as a community, like these are the kinds of developments and these are the kinds of um, initiatives that we really need to be able to sustain those businesses and support that community. Well, you know, you know, you mentioned a great point, and uh, I, you know, I just want to throw this out there. You, you know, when after COVID nineteen things open up again, we're able to sit in a restaurant and have that morning coffee and bacon and eggs. You know, go back to the restaurants. Uh, just keep in mind, you know, that that person. You know, I'm not trying to stereotype here. You know, I'm not trying to say that at all. But there are people out there that are only making twenty thousand dollars or thirty thousand dollars a year. They might be the person you know, or $40,000 a year, but they might be the person that's serving that cup of coffee or they might be the person that's serving your breakfast there or, or working on that drive-through where they're not, they're not blessed with, you know, the higher incomes, where, but we need those people, you know, to provide those service industry, service-related jobs. And if we want to continue to flourish in, in here, flourish here in, in our community and find people to fill those jobs, we need to provide housing for all. And, um, you know, I think housing for everyone is a good model, and we need to do as a mayor and council and community whatever we can to help people find a home that's affordable where they can stay in Saugeen Shores. You know, Jay, you and I heard it with the Attainable Housing Task Force and the podcast. People wrote in testimonials, and they actually taped themselves and sent them into us. And we heard, you know, we heard we heard some some stories from people moving to Hanover, moving to Walkerton because because they could find a two bedroom apartment for twelve hundred dollars. And they might be working at A&W or McDonald's, or, but they could just simply couldn't afford to live here. That's not right. That's just not right. We need to keep those people here in Saugeen Shores. They, these people want to be in Saugeen Shores. And we need to do whatever we can, whatever in our power we have to do, to, in, in our power, to keep those people here in Saugeen Shores. And, uh, you know, let, let's work together. Um, housing, housing for everyone. And, uh, and let's fill in that missing middle we talked about a little bit, uh, you know, council recently, Jay, the missing middle is, we talk about fourplex stacked and duplexes and townhouses and habitat for humanity and, you know, the missing middle 
uh, for housing is is here in Southern Shores. We we're missing a lot of that middle housing. So we can get this done. We can get this done, Jay. Right. We can, well, we can do this. Yeah, I think it, we've got the good the, the report from the task force. It's uh, and the next, you know, what we're going to be doing over the next little while. It's going to be a sustained uh, approach. Uh, and I don't want to lengthen the podcast too much, but it'll be implemented over many steps. And as we talked about the removing small hurdles right now, the, the next step will be, uh, you know, uh, another step closer to achieving attainable housing. And I don't know if I, I think it's a good place to wrap up there, Mike, because you had such a passionate response at the end. Uh, but I'd like to turn this into a bit of a series on attainable housing. So over the next few weeks and, and months, we're going to have other guests. Our, our next, uh, you know, Heather, I hope it's not uh, too much of a scoop to be able to say that our next recording will be on accessible housing and we're going to have Minnie Jakes and Cheryl Grace on to talk about that, the work they're going to be doing about universal design. Um, and, you know, uh, you know, th thank you, uh, Mike, uh, for, uh, for c introducing the series uh, in such, a, in such your, your own style, I guess. <laughs> Well, you're quite welcome, Heather and Jay. And uh, this can't be all talk, no action. We we have to go to action here, and we're doing that. And uh, I, I only hope by the end of the year that we'll make our first announcement on the first uh, new piece of attainable affordable housing. Let's see if we can reach that goal by the end of the year. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> pressure's on. Uh, thank you, Mike. Uh, you know, okay. on behalf of Heather and I, I want to thank you again for coming on. Uh, we'll certainly have you back as we make further progress. Um, you know, and I've already, already lost track of what episode number on we were on that I wanted to say <laughs> it at the beginning. I'm glad Heather did. So thank you. And yeah. uh, well, thank you. We'll, 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 you'll hear from us soon. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good